that's a triple play. New episodes I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Open your mind at the first gate. Press play, no need to debate. AOA, check me out. Look. Clock in, you can catch the hype. Golden Dawn, how we follow the light. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages? Welcome back to the AOA show. I'm your host, as always, Ian, along with my boys, Isaiah. Yo, yo, yo. And Gavin. What is going on? <laughs> and today we are here to talk about The God of High School, episode six. This one's called Six um, and something else. Fear. Fear. Fear six. On episode six. Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, so this one was pretty cool because it took a step off of the beaten path, so to speak, in that there was a lot more setup and exposition with this one um, than some of the prior episodes we've had. Mm -hmm. I guess you can make an argument for episode four had quite a bit of that as well, but this one was definitely different and is now setting up the next stage of where the show is going, right? So before it was, you know, the initial tournament for the God of High School. These kids were going at it. It was 1v1s. It was, you know, pretty much straight up fisticuffs for the most part until, you know, we saw some of the crazy abilities. But now it's been kind of established that everyone's going to have that moving forward. So we kind of get introduced to some of the big players, including the six who uh, Park, you know, has convened and come together for, you know, said reason. So the the next uh, tournament is going to be set up. It's nationals, and this time it's going to be teams of three. How ironic and and lucky for us because <laughs> we have three protagonists. Yeah, oh that's my crazy. God. <laughs> <laughs> so now all three of them get to join in on the fun. Um, obviously, but anyway, so hopping right into the uh, episode here, the first thing that we see actually is uh, Taijin Jin, uh, Mori's grandfather who is kind of just like chilling in the middle of the woods and then gets approached by the, the this cult, essentially, that we don't know exactly everything about as of right now. Um, but clearly they got beef with him mm -hmm. in some way, shape, or form. And they're like, hey, how about you not be against us? I think, because I think this was stated in one of the previous episodes, that there's some sort of deal where they tried to get him to join their side mm -hmm. and he refused. And I don't know if it was he used to be part of the cult and then... Um, defected or he's never been a part but they've just been trying to uh you know persuade him to mm -hmm. um but it's definitely something to where because that he's the one that uh park refers to when he was yeah. talking about Mori earlier and he's like oh he's related to this guy he's got to have that same lineage so like yeah it's they wanted him for something and the cult leader yeah. even says you you should fulfill the destiny that that god has right. set upon yeah. you clearly right, his like his lineage yeah. means something to the cult and then the exactly. coolest thing is his like rebuttal to that whole response <laughs> and he's like that's why i taught Jin. just do what the fuck you want because obviously that's what he's doing he's like he's like i don't care what destiny i have i'm gonna do what the fuck i want yeah, he's like, like, oh, dude, i'm out here smoking respect. weed what you talking about i'm out here trying to live my life I'm trying to be my best me get out of here if that's not admirable i don't know what is because they're like, you have a destiny called upon yeah. you by God. And he's like, I'm going to just do what I want. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. And then a ridiculous fighting yeah. ensues, um, awesome. which we don't see. So then we see uh, Maury basically mm -hmm. comes home, conks out after the tournament. And then, you know, we, we fucking rip into the, uh, the theme song. And then we kind of get a little bit of uh, a little bit of explanation now as to where the, the tournament is going to be going from the lovely ladies. What is the series called again? They're like, it's like live. Gotta be it's honest, like, couldn't 
tell you. Oh, <laughs> bomber, bomber, something, sexy bomber, something like I that. Don't even. Yeah, I'm so pretty sure it's just a literal commercial. Yeah. <laughs> it's great though. It is great. It's it so is great. great. So they're you basically like the music. So you like? Yeah, yeah. So they have the uh, the other commissioners mm-hmm. on the on the TV, mm-hmm. and you got Q. He's just like fucking smoking his cig on oh, there. Oh, dude, like, seeing Q now, it's like damn. Oh, I know. Don't even fucking. Get bent, bro. I know, for real, dude. It was really sad on there. So he's just, you know, he's fucking, they're explaining what's going to happen now. So there's, you know, tournaments, it's going to be three, et cetera. So then we have to see who's going to compete for third place, which would be between the jujitsu expert and Mira. And obviously, for plot's sake, we all know that Mira's going to win. And this poor jujitsu guy's just getting slapped the fuck around. Jujitsu expert doesn't even have a name. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he's one and done. Yeah, exactly. So they're fighting. And I guess Mira got it, copped a new sword um, and just so. beats him over the head with it. So he's out essentially. Um, and that means that Mira now has secured her spot as the third teammate with um, Maury and Dowie to proceed into nationals, which is really cool, right? And she kind of has the thing where she struggles mm-hmm. throughout the course of this episode, which I guess we'll get into in a little bit, where she kind of suffers from this, okay, am I worthy of this? Because it was like some weird rules change why I got in. I don't think I'm strong enough. Yeah, well, because technically she lost to Dowie the last time, and, you know, through mm-hmm. this, like, backdoor win, now she's a vet, like, she is a part of their team, and she's like, well, should I? Because right, technically yeah. I lost. I know I'm not stronger like she's than she's earned them. the win. Exactly. Rather than it was given to her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So then we go back to uh the the office, I mm-hmm. guess, with with Park and the boys, and uh they're kind of looking through some of the some of the six and, mm-hmm. and the people that or the or the people rather that are gonna be participating on this national scale mm-hmm. tournament. Uh that's not necessarily the six, actually. I was mistaken on that. But they're gonna participate in here and he's kinda looking at everyone and, and they're they're basically telling him they're like, Are we sure we wanna add like these certain fighters? Like there might be kind of a skewed thing going on. Mm-hmm. And Park is all about that, like I'm push you to your limit type thing so then you explode with some sort of emotion and that's how you unlock like your ultimate ability whatever you know whatever that might be so mm-hmm. parks out here just like moving chess pieces i feel at yeah. this point and it's like he clearly has some some motives and we kind of we received a lot of comments I know some on some of our previous episodes saying that Park is a much more intricate character than some people, you know, might give him credit for, mm-hmm. especially later in the series. Um, who knows if we'll get to that point within the show. Uh, but he's mm. already showing signs of like clearly like he doesn't. I don't know, like out of my perspective, he seems like he's definitely not good. That's for sure. Um, and, but like, I'm curious to see why exactly he's doing what and, you know, for yeah. what reason, what his true motivations oh, sure. are. I mean, yeah. he's like, I, <laughs> to be honest with you of the, you know, I don't know what they're called, that group that he's with. The six? Um, the six. Not the six, the people that he's in the conference room with. Oh, okay. Um, that are all wearing suits and yeah, shit. commissioners and um, stuff. He's like Park's the only one that I even have like kind of remotely attached to throughout these episodes because like he's the only one that really rings with any like level mm-hmm. of importance. He's the only one that kind of like that I'm like, all right, that nigga is clearly a big deal because everybody else kind of just seems like, you know, insert suit and random hair color fodder. <laughs> um, you know, they, I just like it's like, you know, we'll get into later in the episode, but like there's two deaths in this episode and one of them I was like, oh, that sucks. The other was kind of like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's just because like there are characters in this show i.e. the main cast and kind of park who it's like all right i'm interested in yeah. and everybody else has kind of just been like who's that yeah you know? even then i feel like it only really hurt because you got to learn a little bit more about said character that yeah. when died it was very it hurt more compared to the other person it's almost like that screen time thing of like who did they kind of flesh out a little bit where you're like oh he's blind and he has a wife and kids like yeah, you feel yeah, for yeah. that and then it's like next scene is dead you're like come on dude like you just, <laughs> yeah. you just told or me it's like the other guy and you're like all right i kind of know that like he's just a smoker with a bad exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. if we're keeping it 100 yeah, um, like, i'll be all right <laughs> yeah no it's wild I, in a weird way i feel like 
Park isn't going to be the antagonist out of all this. I feel like in a weird way, he's on a good side or the good side, but like he's not really in a very like nice way grooming people. You know, it's yeah. more like he feels like he's forced to do it. So he's taking like the hard route out. That isn't like morally the right way, but like in his eyes, he's like, well, we need you for the greater good. So I'm just going to do it anyway, whether yeah. it's like right or wrong, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that's like the vibe I'm starting to get from him. But I mean, obviously whatever happens next, I get like tail, very, but. um, you know, again, references lost on you guys, but like Sosuke Eisen vibes from bleach where it's like, you meet this nigga and like mm-hmm. even from the gate no matter what stance he takes you're like no nah, i'm getting bad juju you are well, that's, the thing. <laughs> that's something yeah, wrong yeah, with yeah. you but it's like, like uh... but but in the sense that like he will be the last nigga like because like, mm-hmm. it'll be like you know once we jump into like you know super crazy powers high scale shit like he's gonna fucking i don't know you know eat all the fruit and then like turn you know to <laughs> some like giant ass you know fucking monster and it's like Bruh! and like you know they gotta like so i have a feeling that he is going to be sticking around as far as like main antagonist realm. Um, Interesting. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, again, from the gate, it's like everything, everybody else in the, um, you know, in that group of his Mm -hmm. has like shown some level of like, of like questioning what's going on. You know, they're like, what the fuck are we really doing here? Or like, is this, and Park has been the only one who's like, we got to do this. And they're like, but Park, dude, we got to do this. And it's like, (laughs) Okay, like clearly <laughs> yeah. the stakes for you are a lot higher than and it might that, be for and us. That's why I'm interested to see who the people are that are coming against them, which was briefly shown in this, because mm-hmm. I think that will really be like the determining factor on like, are these people even more batshit crazy? Right. Like, yeah, yeah, is yeah, this yeah. justification for his mindset or is he just trying to go batshit crazy? Now, these are the good people who are trying to like yeah, justifiably yeah. like put him in his place. So like yeah. until we get that flushed out, like it's up in the air at this point. But, right, like, it's right. interesting. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. I find him yeah. to be a very interesting character. So we, we go back to him in a second, but... Uh, uh, Mori and gang are crossing the street. They're having their funny banter. Uh, Mira's getting annoyed by Mori. And that's when we are, Mori crosses paths with one of the six who is like the old man guy, yeah. like fit the role of that character. He's got one arm. It's like this wild character design. So then the, you know, Mori's like, well, that was weird. And then they kind of continue on their way. And then the old man goes to park mm-hmm. and they have this banter. And that's when you find out he's part of the six because he did, you know, they do that shit where it's like, I haven't seen you in a while. And yeah. then like kills him, you know what I mean? Yeah. Type thing. And then you realize that park is like shadow clone jutsu bitch. You know what I mean? And then Imagine he's like, of like every nigga you have met, but haven't seen in a while, like tried to kill you. And then meet you. <laughs> it's like, dog, gotta be honest. I wouldn't have called to meet you. It's I like, wouldn't. Hi, how you doing? How, how was your, how's your wife and kids? You just fucking yeah, shank. It's like, like, if like, I knew right, that this was a possibility i would have just done like a zoom call i wouldn't like this wouldn't have been a thing because like my life is at jeopardy just from calling you up like i can't that's that's crazy no a thousand percent dude yeah so he you know does that and then it also is the typical anime thing right where he like he stabs him and then like he figures out that he does the clone thing and then he's like parks like you're getting slow old man and he's hmm. like i wasn't even trying and it's like were you though like were you sure you're sure you were try- i was giving it exactly 30 percent of my yeah, effort dog, like, that was literally up. just my left big toe like you're not even at my level and it's like i don't know how to gauge who's right and who's talking shit here and i'm just kind of like confused (laughs) yeah for real though so anyway they go after that you know introduction they go inside and they're talking about uh taijin who you know they're like 
you know, his grandson's here. And like, clearly this guy has a lot of, you know, shit going on with him and parks. Like, that's why I'm here. And it's like, there's a lot of this behind the scenes Mm -hmm. that we haven't gotten fully fleshed out yet, but you just obviously know that there's something important to do with him. And so they're like, how's it going to go? And then that's when you figure out the old guy said that park was his pupil Mm -hmm. and that he also wanted to take Maury on. It seems as his pupil as well. He survived the fruit. So exactly. So clearly this guy has been around the block and I'm assuming this old guy, if anyone probably has, a lot of history with Maury's grandfather Mm -hmm. if I had to guess so then we go back to Maury's grandfather now who is fighting I guess well it's not really a fight it's a slaughter with the cult um and he's like (laughs) he's like ah you guys made me fuck up nature and then it just like the shot pans out and like he literally just obliterated half of the some like Saitama punch type shit yeah dude like okay and like all them are just down for the count and then it's funny because again in in typical like anime antagonist like style thing he looks up all of them are on the mountain and was like what's up bitch like if we wanted to we could have come down there whooped your ass but instead i'm gonna summon this sword for god 90 feet away they're like dog you don't even know if i was right next to you i would whoop your ass and it's like really okay he's like come "Come over here and do that but again it's just funny because like you know you have like your your moris and like the mirror moons Mm -hmm. which i feel like are so much more grounded when you watch them fight because um, for the most part most of their fighting is straight fighting right and you're like oh damn like mori's getting stronger do you see how well he handled that guy yeah and it's like then you cut to scenes with like Maury's granddad where it's like, I know this nigga's strong, but again, I lose the sense of like power scaling because it's like, I saw him do a kick, but there's an earthquake in front of him. So I don't know if that was like the kick was strong or the fucking shockwave that followed it is really what, <laughs> like, you know? So it's like, yeah, yeah. I know he's strong, but it's like, I lose this sense of like, you know, could he, it's like if I had seen like, a hundred niggas knocked out, you know, in the ground in front of him. And he's like, oh, you know, it's like, all right, he manhandled a hundred niggas. Like that's, that's tough. But it's like, no shit. They're all dead. He fucking sent an earthquake after them. Like (laughs) if I had to guess, I'm saying that like in terms of power scaling, he's got to be at the top echelon. Like he is top three, if not the top. Oh, I'm sure he is. But that's my point is it's like, it goes from like Mori, Mira, like Han. And then like, we just know he's somewhere up here, but it's like this <laughs> yeah. gap that's between them and makes me like, right, I think wait, it's, I think it's get... a very large gap. Yeah. Yeah. Be honest. I think yeah. it's a very large gap because we also witnessed park literally flatten an Island with his that's hand. With his hand. Yeah. Yeah. Smacking it on a desk. <laughs> like, so, like, he's like, Hawaii. But yeah. he's like, all right. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah that's wild. what I mean. It's like, how do we get to how, like, yeah. how are we getting up there? Well, <laughs> the fruit supposedly is the key in some sense. I mean, I don't to know. at least access that power in some way. I think, well, somebody commented or a couple people, and I think, I don't know if the fruit is necessarily what gives you that power. I think the fruit is more of like mm-hmm. a test where it's like, this should kill you. And you're gonna see, and if you live it, you're worthy to to then obtain the power. Yeah, I don't know if the fruit kind of like gives you power so God, want, where yeah. it's like, mm-hmm when they use the Shinsu as a way to test you. And mm-hmm. it's like, if you can handle this level of Shinsu, yes. you have the potential to use all the powers that like, yeah, can yeah, use yeah, the yeah. Shinsu. Yeah. So then I wonder what is going to give them the power because obviously something needs to fucking be inserted or given to them because at the point yeah, they're I'm at I'm sure now, it'll be some, you know, some Zenkai boost shit. moment where it's like, you know, yeah. equivalent to whatever Shonen you want to insert where it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you have the power now. Yeah, so exactly. something gods and it's yeah. like, ah. So it's interesting too because they descend the sword of, of doom upon, uh, <laughs> upon <laughs> him and it actually it says, I know not whose child it is. It existed before God. So I don't know if that's supposed to be symbolism for something or it's just like doesn't mean anything. Like it's just throwing you for a loop. Who <laughs> Insert culty dialogue. Yeah, here. right. Like, who knows, right? It could be anything. Like, what can we write on a sword to make it just sound batshit crazy? <laughs> that. That's what you're Yeah, so he just summons it from heaven or hell or whatever you want to say and it just... 
just comes yeah. down nice and slow. At the slowest rate possible. Like, he's literally looking up at it, and he's like, come on, bro. Like, yeah, and he's just looking, and you could only assume that he's just going to tank it, or, like oh. I would assume, because it literally it impacts before it impacts. Like it, it, it like yeah. explodes yeah. on the bottom right before it even touches, touches down essentially. Um, but that was interesting. And yeah. I mean, you, you got to make it a cool moment because why run away like a normal human being that sees a sword <laughs> out of the sky and not just be like, dude, I'm going to eat it and make you watch. So you feel less significant about your life. And that's exactly <laughs> what he's about to do. And then all these cultist guys are literally going to probably watch from the, like from that fucking hilltop. And they're going to be like, I, I'm out, and they're all just gonna like. It's gonna show a scene where he looks up and his hands to him, and they're all just walking away. They're like, "All right, dude, I'm like, done." One guy's like, was that our Trump best card. move? And it's like, "Yeah." And it's like, "All right, cool, we got yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want you on a bed though that the top guy's still gonna be talking shit. Oh, he's oh, still gonna man. be talking shit. You know, he's got Vegeta vibes yeah. on him, where he's just like. That's all you got? And it's like, dog, he literally just <laughs> ate that sword. What do you mean? Is that all he's got? He's going to kill you. <laughs> oh, wow. This shit was great. So then we go back to Mira for a moment, who mm -hmm. is just doing normal daily things, like taking a shower, contemplating life, going to the grocery store. Oh, and shit, I do. Yeah, right? <laughs> and it's basically like, oh, am I strong enough? And kind of is having these doubts. So mm -hmm. she meets um, the announcer, whose name evades me in the moment, um, that you know at the grocery store which is funny because it's like you know you see someone outside of work and it's like hey you yeah, know what yeah, i mean like yeah, see him out of the work oh clothes. you're like a human being who, like <laughs> yeah, does yeah. human stuff cool. right <laughs> yeah so she sees him with his family and i guess it's like they're i don't know if it's you know they're they're just hanging out at the park afterwards so they go to the park and um you find out actually that the announcer is blind mm -hmm. which was i don't at least if it was stated i missed it but i did not see that it was stated beforehand it's weird because then i'm i try to think back to all the scenes he's been in prior yeah, if there yeah. were any hints and it's like now that i think about it he like doesn't really do anything that would indicate that he uh that he it like that he is blind right like all the times he's on in the stage and stuff and he's moving around, like it's not like he's like pointing at things specifically or move, or doing something that would indicate that he's that he is looking at something everything he kind of does you could i think right off as like he's reacting just to the sounds and shit yeah, that he's yeah. Hearing. well exactly and that's what's cool because he, he reminds me like toff in a sense especially when he encounters that uh teddy bear fucking person whatever his name is in the uh, future yeah, where yeah, like yeah. immediately he turns around because he's no he knows he's being followed and he's like yeah i could tell from the scent that like you were there you yeah, know so yeah. it's like through all of his movements it's as if he wasn't blind which is interesting and it's like i feel bad because i remember a couple episodes ago when we were like contemplating a ref even being there to begin with, you know? And, like, initially when they said, oh, he's blind, I was like, now nah, I just feel like a dick. So I was like, oh, what's the point of being a ref there if they're not going to do shit? Like, oh, my God. And I'm like, was he just blind and, like, didn't really know? Yeah, we were like, then, this nigga can't fight. He's fucking practically useless. Exactly. And it's and, like, well. When, when that my, when that thought came into my mind, immediately the next scene, he just fucking breaks a twig and then just fucking, like, almost smacks, like, near his face with it. Yeah. And then all you see is the fucking wind blast of By the way, that twig. My, that is my favorite thing in anime. Yeah. Yeah. When somebody like goes to hit somebody and it's like, cool. And then like a shockwave happens <laughs> behind him and it's like, that doesn't make sense though. <laughs> but like it's anime. But regardless, <laughs> uh, but regardless, you see that and you're like, oh shit, like you are strong and being blind does not affect you. So you are allowed to be the ref now. Like it just, it was like a whole like mental psyche thing where I was like, I was really upset. I felt like an asshole. And then I'm like, well, no, it's fine. He, he can uh, apparently just do fucking anything he wants. So and now he's dead. Good for him. Full and yeah. now, and now he's dead. <laughs> that's so depressing. <laughs> uh, well, that's not funny, but rest in peace. But yeah. so we go and kind of with Mira also Maury and Dawi are having their own conversations slash training montages or like moments of inspiration mm -hmm. or whatever 
need is needed, whatever you want to call it, all kind of at the same time we're bouncing between these scenes in preparation for the national tournament in two weeks. So we go to Dowie, who's talking with Park, who mm-hmm. seems to have this interesting relationship with Park, I feel like, out of the three, where it's like he just kind of goes and talks to him. Well, you know what it, I mean? It might have been because like Park had that kind of hand I think trying it definitely to was. It definitely was. It definitely yeah. was. But it's just interesting that it's like out of all the people he that these right people encounter, he's just like in his office and yeah. it's like, well, what do you want now? And it's, I don't know. It's funny, right? Like Dowie to me seems the most... I don't know. He seems the most with it in a sense too because when they're talking, he eventually is like, hang on. I got a question. Um, I don't know why anyone else hasn't said anything, but there's been <laughs> demons spawning out of these people and I'd really like to know what the fuck is going on. Um, I was going to wait to ask you, but I feel like this yeah. is the perfect opportunity to do so. You know so. why? Park is technically one of the sixth. I guarantee you that he, or I don't guarantee you, I don't know, but he might be a disciple or like the new like prodigy of uh, Park. Like Park might be his mentor now moving forward. You think? In terms of like training and stuff like that. Tiger Cub? Yeah, because, or not Dai, Maury has one of the six that he is going to be like, it, that has as a mentor who was Park's master, and, yeah. And now Park is also mm-hmm. part of the six, so I couldn't see why Dowie wouldn't allow like that could Park make sense. Be his mentor, yeah, so that can make that sense. might be like sense. alluding to something in the I future. I think, I mean, and it's definitely obvious that like again, Park amongst amongst any of the people I think mm-hmm. that are adults, right? Uh, that Han could go to. It's like, are you going to go to Park or are you going to go to Blue Haired Nigga Number Two? Like, <laughs> you know, it's like I'll go to Park. Clearly, kind of knows what's going because again, yeah. Han of everybody that's going on, it seems to be the one who's like. All right, so no one's going to bring it up? Cool. Uh, last yeah. tournament, a demon was summoned. We're we not just going to talk about that? Like, he clearly wants answers exactly. as to what's yeah. going on or yeah, seems yeah. to be the I most, need to like, the self-aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's like, I could ask blue-haired nigga number two, but he's probably not going to know because he's blue-haired nigga number two. So, like, I'll go to Park because Park is kind of running shit and, like, seems like Facts. he might know why a demon got summoned last round. 100%, man, which is hilarious. And then Park explains it, essentially, to yeah. him. He's like, listen, here on out, expect that because like that's that's really what i got to tell you there's some wild shit going <laughs> yeah. on like that that's really it Which like, is like the equivalent i feel like of your parent you know when you're like dad where do kids come from and it's like well son it's a complicated process you see when life and death like what are they re- <laughs> it's the perfect bs answer of like park why are there demons being summoned in this tournament and it's like well you see from here on out life is going to throw you all kinds of <laughs> yeah. it's like that's cool not the answer to my question though why did a demon show up in the tournament last round that was my question <laughs> and i love how dowie just f- understands it for what it is it yeah. just doesn't even yeah. Exactly. He's like, he's oh, like, you're just gonna run right. me in circles. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. You know, that's it. And and you know, uh, <laughs> and Park does see someone in Dowie now because he's like, yeah. okay, you know, because he asks him initially, he's like, are you gonna continue or not? And he's like, you know, goes through this thing and he's like, yes, yeah. I'm gonna continue. And that's when Park is like, these are the eyes of a man exactly. now. Like he's definitely matured. He's got his like, uh, like a little bit of a bump. You know, yeah. his maturity level. Right. So we go to um, we go to Maury as well, whose method of training is quite interesting because if anyone in the show has ADD to the absolute max it is maury <laughs> he cannot concentrate on something for more than five seconds so he's like gotta train and then it's just a montage of him running after cats climbing trees doing everything that like is not your typical style of training you know like maybe push-ups or taking a jog around the park nope <laughs> he's just gonna do all this wacky shit and like it's funny because he's like maury to me is like actually crazy because he also is like saving the balloon for the one kid and he's like oh this is the balloon your grandmother gave you right before she died and the kid's like my grandmother's fine yeah. <laughs> like, like dog i just dropped the balloon like i just asked you to pick it up i didn't give you a life story yeah like yeah it, it definitely does like stem to something at least for me of like he's like everything is like at 11 for maury you know oh, even yeah. the, the quite literally simple task of getting a balloon it's like <laughs> has to be treated with the same level of fighting the biggest baddest enemy ever and yep. it's like 
dog, there can be, you know, there can be, you don't have to be at 11. We can just do like a two, you know, of grabbing a balloon out of a tree or, or go, do yoga. Like everything doesn't have to be like this crazy end of the world. But it's like, yeah. I guess that's just Maury, you know? Yeah. yeah. He's a funny character. So, uh, and then he gets, cause he sprains his ankle, um, jumping from the tree or rather falling from the tree and doesn't really feel it because he's actually ridiculously strong. And so the, the one guy from the six comes, the old guy from the six comes behind him and gives him like a little acupuncture needle. <laughs> and he's like, you know, you're just ridiculously strong. That's why you don't feel it. And then you have to assume that that guy then now taught him some techniques because he uses it later oh, on, yeah. on Mira of how to kind of like quell that pain or make it. So the muscles just snap too or whatever, <laughs> whatever the technique is, they just yell at them and the yeah. muscles More definitely gets like the spark noted version though because it's oh, like yeah. acupuncture is an actual legitimate thing oh, you can do and more is like yeah. you're better now yeah. it's like ah, i think you'd skip some steps there my dude that's not really how uh yeah. healing you know sprains works I mean, hey, <laughs> not at all so we go back to mira and um and the um the referee and you know we finish our our lesson we realize that he was blinded by the, by the moonlight uh or the moon sword technique and, uh, you know, he gives her a little lesson where it's like, hey, listen, don't worry so much about like the raw strength things because there's literally always going to be someone out there that's stronger than you. So make sure that you're working on everything else in between as well. And like that strength will just come in tandem with that. And so he gives her that lesson, which was really cool. She obviously takes it to heart. And then he's like, I, I got to leave. It's the end of this guy handing out balloons. And then he goes to walk away and then he goes to his wife and he's like, wait get in the car you know and she's like okay and takes the kid mm -hmm. then we realize that the dude in the teddy bear costume is actually a psychopathic assassin um which was interesting <laughs> which totally called it because the second he came on screen he was in the background while they're talking i was like i know there's no reason for a giant teddy bear to be here or a giant easter bunny dude, to be free here. balloons like, on it's free not balloon easter day. what do you want <laughs> so i'm like come on the guys someone's got to do i'm the just deed. saying bro I'm if i'm saying. in the park yeah. on a random july <laughs> evening or whatever the fuck <laughs> and there's july. an easter bunny in the middle of the park giving balloons to kids Red flags are going off. I'm like, something, you don't, why are you here, though? That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, so that was interesting. So, obviously, then they get into a brawl, and we all know how that ends. So, then we go to uh, blue, the blue-haired guy, and um, the, ugh, damn it, I forgot the kid's name, but he's got the hoodie on. He's part of, um, he, I don't know if he was, I don't. Was he part of the six? Did they say he was? Part no, no, of the he's six? not. He's, he's one of the students that are uh, yeah. in the tournament. He's one of the students. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, my yeah. bad. Um, so he, they're yeah. actually on the same team. Yeah, yeah. He meets yeah. the guy in the blue who clearly has some like I'm a little crazy tendencies because they have this weird like rivalry. Yeah, well, rivalry. Yes, like, let's see who so, yeah. dick is bigger. Kind of like the park like thing. You know, <laughs> but what it I seems mean? like something. Kind of. And we've watched enough anime now. It definitely feel that scene specifically definitely feels like something got cut of it from the webtoon, right? Because yes. like yes. I watched that scene two times. And at the end of this time, after seeing it, I'm still like, the fuck was that? Like, what was the <laughs> point? Who are these people? Why should I care? Yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah. I feel like there was definitely some internal monologues and exposition that got yeah. cut where it's like yeah. that probably would have made more sense had I oh, read 100%. the website. Yeah, 100%. 100%. They're kind of, it almost seemed like they were just kind of showing off their abilities at that moment mm -hmm. and it kind of seemed like a lot of these people because now we're gathering all these new fighters where it's like we're either seeing what their motivations are mm -hmm. or if we're not what their motivations are what they're capable of exactly. in some way, shape, or form. Right, right? yeah, right? like what kind yeah. of thing they can do. Exactly, like it's kind, of, it's kind of showing all their different things because then yeah. we go to the one guy and he's bowing to his grandfather, you know, and then the maid is going to watch after him which is like 
like, okay, obviously the maid is super powerful, in some way, but yeah. he's got to defend a family name. And then we get introduced to the actual six. So we have the magician who is the grandfather of that kid I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. We have uh, the Hulk, which is a bum on the side of yeah. the road. <laughs> they just dropped him a card and there you go. Um, the third guy is like just part of a gang. They're just beating the shit out of someone. He is the lone shark um, who just, you know, doesn't seem like he's all there morally. Uh, we got the divine doctor who is the old man. And then we have, who else? We have uh, Rebirth who actually, we didn't, I don't know if that was the maid or that someone was the maid didn't see. Because yeah. the silhouette is of the maid, but then when it cuts to the next scene, it's a park and it introduces yeah. the tiger. So I think yeah, yeah. they didn't want to like show her yet. Yeah. Like, which is weird that they would even throw it in there then. Cause it's like, you know, they're kind of like, Who's it's like who's that Pokemon? And it's like oh, yeah, it's yeah. Charmander, nigga. Like I just <laughs> saw Charmander a scene ago. Like yeah. <laughs> so, and then we have uh, Park, who is the Tiger Cub. Yes. And actually, now that I'm thinking of it, uh, besides maybe the maid, a lot of these, a lot of the six are seem to be older than uh, than Park would be. Yeah. So it's interesting because Park seems to be one of the young guys, mm-hmm. you know, amongst them, be, minus right, the yeah, potential yeah. maid or female, whoever that character is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so that yeah, definitely yeah, is saying does. something because, you know, these guys have been through the ringer to become part of the six. So, yeah, like, you sure. have to assume that he's just ridiculously powerful. Well, I mean, we naturally. know he's ridiculously. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, but, like, I from a young age. Oh, separation yeah, yeah, yeah. is that, like, while probably, you know, this is just a guess, but that most of the six, you know, had to, like, work for their title or, 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 you know, made it on their own, so to speak. Um, I think Parks is a little bit more has to do with like genetics and heredity because he, that's has been his whole thing, right? He's every time this tournament's happened, he's been specifying things like, are you going to be the next tiger, tiger cub is, are, is the tiger cub going to awaken? So I think his is more of a thing that gets passed down to, from person to person. So, which might explain why, even though at his age, it's, you know, probably half the age of most of these people, he's in the six, right? Because it's like a power that's almost, you know, not to say that he's not strong, but that it's bestowed upon him and then he works with that power as opposed to like... Hmm. Yeah, maybe. It should make sense. I mean, you know, he's just ridiculously powerful and he seems to be younger out of the the folks. So there's definitely something interesting there. So then we go back to our original gang. They meet uh, Maury at his house. They realize Mm -hmm. he lives alone. He tells him that he made a fake picture (laughs) with parents there um, and how cool his grandfather is. Hits Mira with the quick acupuncture that he learned in five minutes and heals her shoulder. And then we're walking down the road and Dowie explains Cheriok, which is, uh, if I'm pronouncing that right, if if not, if somebody wants to clarify that in the comments, what is it called? Um... Uh, phonetically, right? When yeah. you pronounce it. Yeah, if yeah, somebody yeah. wants to do that, that'd be great. Thank you. Um, but Dowie, again, you know, it's funny. Uh, he's more with it. He's like, um, I have pretty good sources that indicate that this is going to be the norm from now on, so we should probably get used to it. And Maury's like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to do what I want. And Mira's like, well, we don't have a choice anyway. Yeah. And so it's like, all right, fair enough. That conversation's <laughs> over. So then, you know, they continue on their way. Mm-hmm. And then we get back to now the tournament, I guess, which is starting, where they're introducing the groups of three, which okay. there are quite a few of them. And because this show is only going to be X amount of episodes, I have a strong feeling we're not going to be able to see all of those fights, sure. uh, which, yeah. you know, kind of sucks, but that's what the webtoons for, I yeah. guess, or the, the manhwa rather. Um, and we noticed that we have a new announcer mm-hmm. this time. And I was wondering if it's just like, okay, like they gave him the job because it's a national thing. And you know, the, the yeah. our other homies got like, you know, the other thing going, or he's mentoring one of the teammates. Yeah, like so who knows? Yeah, 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 yeah. He just wants to take a break, yeah. you know, but it unfortunately uh, yeah, is no. not because of that. And it's because he's taking uh, a break, but he it's permanent. died. <laughs> yeah. He's taking the permanent rest yeah. and, uh, uh, the guy in the teddy bear suit, which is part of Knox, um, 
killed him. And not only killed him, but killed Q, mm -hmm. which is the, one of the other commissioners. And mm -hmm. it really doesn't seem like they put up much of a fight, mm -hmm. um, which kind of sucks. Well, that we <laughs> know of. Yeah, that least. we know like, of. Yeah, because, he could be just that stupid strong. Yeah. It's like they fought their hardest and still True. couldn't hit yeah, him. Yeah, you know? yeah. So hmm. I'm curious to see why, where, when, how this fucking Knox organization or this guy or whatever, if they're all yeah. on that level oh, or yeah. if they compete with the commissioners. Cause he did say, he's like, Oh, I took out one of the strongest commissioners. Like he was almost proud of that yeah. where it's like, if he was that strong, he probably wouldn't have seen that as a high achievement. If he had yeah. taken he him might out also easily be like just a little too crazy and like, you know, unstable where it's like, yeah, he's more actually just killing for fun. It's like kind of like mm -hmm. a weird, uh, like perverse version of Maury's perspective, you know, where he like is just fighting to kill because he enjoys killing. And it's yeah. like, oh, this person's really strong. I killed them. That yeah. means I'm, you know, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's it's the setup now because that's really the end of the episode is that we, you know, we see that they unfortunately mm -hmm. have passed on. And then, you know, now I could only assume that we're going to get into the actual tournament, yep. right? With with more of this yeah. assassination crap at play with the political background and trying to find Maury's grandfather and, like, all this kind of stuff mm -hmm. and the training in between and the fights and all that. So we're kind of hopping right back into it now. But now it's like we went from power level 25 five to a hundred yeah. you know For so real. it's like now it all the fights like the roof is like 400 yeah you know? exactly. so it's like yeah they really wonder, just let the weights off where it's like now things are yeah. just gonna be i, I wonder crazy. where because like for the last five episodes, mm -hmm. I want to say this show feels like it's been like slowly inserting different plot threads, like you know what I mean, yeah. into this the main arcing narrative, um, which is good. But it feels like every we've been getting like just a little bit of everything, and like nothing, at least for me, has like really clicked into place or connected. So it's like I know about all these different elements that are here and exist, but I don't know like how many of them are the same thing, how many of them connect. Like so, nothing. So it just results in like a lot of things being present and given to me, but I don't like nothing, you know, I don't know how to connect anything. My brain is like, all right, but what, how much of this matters? Yeah. How much is it? So it's not a bad note, but I'm, I'm curious to see going forward, like how well we tie all this in and how quickly it does. And, and if that's going to affect pacing or, or whatever, you know, it, it feels mm -hmm. like we have a lot of pieces now and generally, you know, it can be concerning where it's like, all right, there's a lot on the board here. Like just make sure that, you know, going forward, this is all gets, you know, yeah. weaving together in a, in a yeah. solid way. Yeah. And you just hope it has to, because if not, then they really just fucking didn't interpret the Manu as the best as they like should have or could have. Right. But like, I really feel like with the way that they are inserting information that they do have a conscious mind of like cleaning it up at the end, at least one would hope so. But like, honestly, we're not going to know until we find out. So true, true. Hope for the best. If you fuck it up, I'm gonna kill you. So <laughs> let's do this. That is the motto. <laughs> that is the motto. Dude, the but motto. no, I am ready for that next episode. So dude. am when I. They actually have that tournament fight and all these teams are going at it, dude. Ooh, that's going to be sweet. I want to see the guy with that big ass axe. Yeah. Like when we saw him, we're like, yo, someone with the real fucking weapon is now fighting. Not like a fucking bat or a wooden sword. Like, get me Although some we know oh. that your weapon uh, clearly is not the matter. justification for how good you are. That, no. Fucking I, Han could break that axe with his pinky. I, I do understand that, but I don't know. I kind of want to see someone just get like fucking like just chopped up. I don't know. You haven't seen that shit. Yeah, but I think you're in this tournament for the wrong reason. <laughs> It's like, damn, there's a lot of strong fighters here. I want to get Evan's like, yeah, I want to see someone's head get ripped <laughs> yeah, off their body. And dude, it's like, you're Evan, perfect you for one of the people in the stands because yeah, those yeah. people are crazy. Oh, yeah, dude. They or just the want cult. It's like, <laughs> you're, like, you're perfect for the stands because they're crazy. They just want to see you. blood. They're, they don't um, give a shit. Yeah, dude, I want to see nah, that. Or it's like, you could go during the cult. I'm sure they'd love to have you. Oh, yeah, no, thank you. I'm good. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't get the choice. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. They just show up at the door. They're like, hey. And they're like, oh, shit. Anyway, folks, that's all we got for you today on this episode. I hope you enjoyed 
enjoyed our discussion on it. Let us know your thoughts in the comments down below, what you thought of this episode, what you thought of our discussion. If there's any clarification on things that we may have missed or that are in the mon with that without spoiling anything, of course. Mm -hmm. But as always, make sure you guys are liking, subscribing, hitting the notification bell, following on audio podcast platforms on our social media and hitting us up on Patreon. But until next time, we'll catch you on the flip. Peace. Peace. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and hit the notification bell so you don't miss our new episodes. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at AOA Podcast if you want to keep up with our content or suggest new ideas for the show. You can watch us on YouTube or listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, or more. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week to talk about all things anime.